You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 268, The Solo Series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra with you here. So this whole COVID thing, and I'm just going to call it a COVID thing because I'm hoping that by the time someone is listening to this specific episode in two or three years, in I guess it'll be 2022 or 2023, COVID will be a distant memory. Pandemics Well, pandemics won't be a distant memory, but at least COVID's pandemic season of life will be a distant memory. Because the thing that I'm noticing about COVID-19 is a really strong call to every single human being in the world to make a decision about their own evolution, which is where this particular episode comes from. So episode 268 is called How to Eliminate What Doesn't Help You Evolve. Now, let me give you a quote because I've talked about this on a previous episode of She Runs the Show. This is one of my favorite quotes, and it's something that I come back to often. You know, right now I'm in the midst of um, creating a brand new program called Rebuild Yourself University. And I am still writing the book that I had planned to release a year ago at this point called Rebuild Yourself because, well, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm still rebuilding myself. Now, we rebuild ourselves throughout entire lives, mind you. So this is a lifelong process. But I haven't yet felt the need to sit down and really write and finish Rebuild Yourself yet as a book because there is some inner work that I need to do and that I'm currently doing that I know are is really important to getting that book out there in an authentic and real and powerful way. And part of the rebuilding process, when you're rebuilding your mindset, when you are rebuilding your life and your heart, and you are deciding consciously that you want to show up differently in your own life, what I'm about to read to you is the question you are asking yourself a lot. And here's the quote evolve or remain you are being presented with a choice evolve or remain if you choose to remain unchanged you will be presented with the same challenges the same routine the same storms the same situations until you learn from them until you love yourself enough to say no more until you choose change if you choose to evolve you will connect with the strength within you you will explore what lies outside of the comfort zone You will awaken to love. You will become. You will be. You have everything you need. Choose to evolve. Choose love. Now, I'm going to read that quote one more time because I want you to feel it in your spirit. I want you to get, like, that last part, you have everything you need. We're going to talk about that in this episode, how to eliminate what does not help you evolve. But let's read it again. Evolve or remain. You are being presented with a choice, evolve or remain. If you choose to remain unchanged, you will be presented with the same challenges, the same routine, the same storms, the same situations, until you learn from them, until you love yourself enough to say no more, until you choose change. If you choose to evolve, you will connect with the strength within you. You will explore what lies outside of the comfort zone. You will awaken to love. You will become. You will be. You have everything you need. 
choose to evolve, choose love, which leads me into today's episode, how to eliminate what doesn't help you evolve. I talk about this in the Daily Dose of Inspiration email that I send out. So if you are not on the email list for the Daily Dose of Inspiration, please go to tinyurl.com forward slash KV Daily Dose. That is tinyurl.com forward slash KV Daily Dose and sign up for the Daily Dose of Inspiration. Because what I talk about on the podcast, I am delivering to your inbox every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. All right. So that Evolve or Remain quote is a super powerful one. And I come back to it a lot, especially as I'm in this process right now of really rebuilding myself. Now, some of you may be saying, well, what is that? What do you mean like rebuilding yourself, especially if we're always rebuilding ourselves? I mean, you know, so a couple days ago, you know how Facebook sends you all of those uh, memories. It'll throw you, you know, it'll send you memories from five years ago, nine years ago. So a couple days ago, a picture came up on my memories from nine years ago. And it was a picture of one of my children when they were little. Obviously, it's been nine years. So they're nine years older than they were in that picture. And I I had this moment of reckoning where I looked at that little face of mine, you know, my child's little face from nine years ago. And I thought to myself, whoa, nine years changes so much. Nine years changes so, like, we, we don't think about it in the present moment, right? Like, we don't think about the fact that nine years from now, life is not going to look the way it does right now. Like, everything in your life in nine years could easily be completely different than what it is right now. And so that picture came across my memories on Facebook, and I was thinking to myself, wow, my life is so different today than it was nine years ago, and it's so different today than... At that moment, in that picture, it is so different from what I thought life was going to be. And I can remember feeling it within, in the time frame of that picture nine years ago, I can remember feeling how hard life was, how challenging it was, how bittersweet it was, how much drama there was. And let me tell you what, having seen that picture, I had a reckoning of sorts because What came to my remembrance in looking at that picture on Facebook was, wow, your life is nothing like you thought it was going to be now. It's like all the stuff that you worried about nine years ago, all the drama you were dealing with nine years ago at that moment when that picture was taken, you have none of those dramas or worries right now. None, like nothing is the same. And at the same time, when I tell you it was a reckoning, it also was a reckoning because when I looked at that picture, of my baby's little face, I also had the moment where I said, and this is what came to my spirit, seeing this picture on Facebook from nine years ago, and your life isn't right now, nine years later, everything that you intended for it to be in that picture nine years ago. It is not living up to the greatness of what you expected of yourself nine years ago. So the reckoning of that really has come down to this awakening that's feeding into me rebuilding myself where I'm going, okay, I can play the next nine years and I'm going to go to 10 years because I like even numbers decades, you know, I can play this next decade right now. It's, you know, September, 2020, and I am 42 and a little bit more than a half. 
I can get to 52 and a little bit more than a half playing it the way I did for the last nine years and ending up in places and spaces now where yes I'm proud of things that I've built but this is this is not exactly where I said I wanted to be nine years ago or I can recognize number one how fast 10 years goes number two how intentional and vigilant you actually have to be to get yourself to exactly where you want to be in 10 years and three how hard you actually have to work every single day to get there and i can choose from this moment forward at 42 and a little more than a half to 52 and a little more than a half i can actually choose to say you know what I'm going to play the next decade differently than I did the last. I'm not going to take any of my time for granted. I'm not going to act like I've got forever to get this right. Because you know what? At 32 and a little more than a half, I did. Even though I was talking, you know, at 32 and a little more than a half, like, okay, I got to move. I got to hustle. I got to flow. I allowed the cir- the temporary circumstances of my life to derail me in some pretty big ways. And so now at 42 and a little more than a half, I'm saying to myself, wait a second, we don't have to play the next decade that way. We can actually own all of this and go into all of this really moving. Yes, it's going to feel more slow. Look, I'm a moon in Aries, so everything feels pretty slow to me. Yes, I'm gonna, it's going to feel like it's moving very slowly because it's a decade. But if I'm super intentional and super focused and, and aligned with that vision, so aligned with that vision that I literally look at that vision every single day and I literally look at the plan every day and I literally say, what did I tell myself had to happen today to get me to that point in 10 years? It's already done. I don't have to, I don't have to ask like, what if or how could or, um, you know, what is it going to, I don't even have to ask what is it going to take. You know why? Because if I am that clear on the decade vision, if I am that clear on the plan because I've put it on paper, I'm going to spend a whole month talking about the putting on paper, the rebuild yourself process. If I am that clear about it and I am that intentional about it and I am that aligned with it and every single day I am doing what I need to do to get to where I say I want to go, I don't have to worry about whether or not I'm going to get there because I already know I am. It's done. Now, I say all of that because the other reckoning that I had in looking at that picture on Facebook from nine years ago was the acceptance of responsibility for the fact that if I really go through those last nine years, you know, let's say decade from 32 and a little more than a half to 42 and a little more than a half, if I really look at the last decade of my life, the one, the one glaring thing that I can tell you for sure I did wrong was that I did not eliminate what didn't help me evolve. I kept certain things lingering in my life that I knew from day one needed to go, that I knew from minute one needed to leave, that I knew year after year after year needed to go, and I kept it longer in my life, and it derailed me in ways I wasn't willing to admit in the moment, and therefore I did not evolve in the last nine years to the level that I could have, not because of those situations or those experiences or those people. I'm not going to blame them because I chose to keep them there, okay? All me. But I will say, because I did not use my power to eliminate what didn't help me evolve, 
That's why I'm not as far along right now as where I wanted to be. So this episode is important because if you are like me and you're sitting in this COVID moment, season, I want to say moment because it's way more than a moment, it's a season. You're sitting in this COVID season and you're saying to yourself, things have got to change. Like this is my wake up call. My life has to change. My health has to change. My relationships need to change. My body needs to change. My Like my zip code needs to change. Hello. Um, if you are having one of those reckoning moments, then this episode is going to be pretty powerful for you to put on repeat because I'm going to talk to you about how do you actually like we know when we're keeping stuff in our lives that shouldn't be there let's not even play everybody knows you feel it on a deep level you might deny it you might rationalize it you know let's talk about how to eliminate what doesn't help you evolve and the episode came from this other quote which says six word story eliminate what doesn't help you evolve once again six word story eliminate what doesn't help you evolve period notice there are no ifs ands or buts about that quote it says um you need to cut it out if it is not helping your evolution it has got to go today so let's talk about it because it's hard to do right like i'm 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 not talking to you from a place of oh i do that easily because i don't let's be clear or i haven't before now I'm not speaking to you from a place of I'm not also going through some needs in, in the present moment to eliminate some stuff currently. I, I'm right there with you on the I have the awareness and I have the, the reckoning happening, but then I get to the how and then everything freezes up. So I, I'm right there with you. So let's talk about this. Because here's the truth at the end of the day, no matter how we want to rationalize it or make it something different. Things, people, and situations either hold you back or help you level up. There is no in-between. Listen, nobody's neutral. Energy is not neutral. Uh, situations are not neutral. Job situations, business situations, people you hire, your client, nobody is neutral. So things, people, and situations are either holding you back or they're helping you level up. There is no in-between. So the question becomes... When you know that you're keeping certain things in your life that aren't helping you evolve, what can you do to eliminate those things? Now, when I was first fleshing out this episode, you know, I was going to start with a laundry list. You know, I was going to give you 10 things and I was going to give you five things and and then I was going to give you three things. And, you know, like here are the four things that you can do to eliminate what doesn't help you evolve. And that just didn't feel right to me. It, it, it felt so wrong on so many levels. And then I had a, a flash of, uh, in my remembrance of this wonderful book by Catherine Woodward Thomas that's called Calling in the One. And I listened to a webinar that she did where she was talking to a woman who had gone through a really painful breakup. I think it was a divorce. A really painful breakup or divorce. And this woman was talking about the fact that she was still, you know, she felt so unwanted and she was still hungering for her ex-husband's, you know, I don't know, just like him wanting her, but knowing that he never even wanted her in the relationship, right? Like the longing, the longing, do you see me? Do you get me? Do you want me? Why not? What? What's wrong with me kind of thing? And Catherine Woodward Thomas in that webinar, I'm going to have to go listen to that again. It was so powerful. She said something that is the answer to this episode. And basically what she told the woman on the, on the webinar is she said, let's help you become the version of you 
that would be absolutely bored even entertaining a man like him. I mean, just... <sighs> I mean, just think, just think about it. Let's help you become the version of you that would be absolutely bored even entertaining the idea of being with a man like him. And that came to my remembrance when I thought about what is the answer to the question? What can you do to eliminate those things? Look, I could give you a laundry list. I could give you 20 things. I could give you 10 things. I could give you five things. At the end of the day, all of those things fall under the umbrella of the one thing that I'm about to give you if you want to eliminate what doesn't help you evolve. And here's the one thing. The one thing you've got to do, which is tough as shit to do. I'm working on it right now on myself. I'm sure you're working on it for you. It's hard as hell to do. Here it is. Become the version of you for whom anything, I said anything, I should probably also say everything, for whom anything and everything that's not helping you evolve would be an absolute no. Let me say it again. The one thing you've got to do if you want to eliminate what anything and everything that doesn't help you evolve is become the version of you for whom anything that's not helping you evolve would be an absolute no, meaning it's it's boredom to you. Like, you wouldn't even entertain it. You know there are certain fo- foods you just don't eat? I'll give you an example. Years ago in Utah, uh, there was that whole hysteria thing. It was across the country, but I used to like cantaloupe a lot. And there was that whole hysteria thing where people were dying because they were getting poisoned by the listeria and the cantaloupe. And years ago, I, I used to love cantaloupe. Can't look at them anymore. I used to love them. So I was I bought cantaloupe from Sprouts. It was super cheap. Not hating on Sprouts. I'm just telling you where I bought it from. And I had the cantaloupe. Obviously, it had the listeria in it. And I was ill. I mean, I thought I was going to die. Between the vomiting and the diarrhea, I literally slept on the bathroom floor. I was in so much pain. I eventually took myself to the emergency room. Not once, but twice. They pumped me full of morphine the first time. I thought I was going to die. I I literally thought I was going to die. And after that moment, from that moment on, I've never had cantaloupe since. I can't even really look at cantaloupe. And when I look at cantaloupe, I'm like, "Mm, never again. Never. It's done. My relationship with cantaloupe is over. It will never happen again. I will never eat cantaloupe again. And that is, that's the one thing that I'm talking about. And and the, the challenging piece of that. For you to look at anything that's not helping you evolve the way I now look at eating cantaloupe, the goal is we don't want it to take a near-death experience to do that, right? Like when you have a near-death experience with something, um, yes, you, you, you certainly get bored with that thing and you just, you that thing is no longer a part of your life. But we don't want to have to go so extreme that it takes us, you know, being brought to our knees and locked down there for a while before we wake up and go, I got to eliminate this because this is not helping me evolve. We don't want to go that extreme. But here's the one thing. The way that you get there is you have to cultivate in you the version of yourself for whom anything and everything that's not helping you evolve would be an absolute no. Now, Every other thing I was going to give you, all the other stuff I was going to say, set, raise your standards, you know, decide what needs to be eliminated. You already know what needs to be eliminated, so let's not play. Um, All of that falls under becoming that powerful version of you. And so you, 
and and here's the piece that that is so cliche when I say it, but here's what's true. And this is why if you haven't done it and I haven't done it fully yet, I'm going to tell you why we haven't done it. Because when you change, and I don't mean when you change other folks, and I don't mean when you change your job, and I don't mean when you change your career, and I don't mean when you change the, the amount of money in your bank account. When you change you, everything in your life has to change. That's law. When you become the, a more powerful version of you, when you become a more capable version of you, you just don't put up with bullshit the way that you used to. You are not no longer willing to accept the things that you used to. And I don't care what it takes. Only you know what it takes to become that next version of you. But whatever that is, whatever it takes to become the next version of you, I'm going to tell you right now, your total focus needs to be on becoming that version of you, whatever that requires. Do you need to change careers? Do you need to get another degree? Do you need to see a therapist every single week? Do you need to hire a coach? Do you need to get a personal trainer? Do you need to drop 30 pounds? Like these things sound super superficial, except they're not. Because if I tell you, close your eyes and see the, the the most powerful, badass version of you, close your just like sit with that version of you. Tell me how she eats, when she wakes up, when she goes to sleep, what she does every day, how she cares for herself, how she nurtures herself, how she grows herself, what kinds of relationships she has, what kinds of friendships. Like you tell me how that version of you lives and then you tell me, how do you bridge the gap between the version of you that you currently are and the version of you that you just visualized? What are the steps you need to take? Which I'm going to tell you again, you already know. So we don't have to coach around that. You know what steps you need to take. I know what steps I need to take. Then now the work is just to take the steps. Now the work is no, I, I don't have to worry about the current dramas and the issues and the people who won't change and the situations that won't change and the, the, the business that won't change. I don't have to worry about any of that because when I fix me, everything else fixes itself. Let me say that again. When you fix you, everything else fixes itself. That's law. You won't have to do anything else. So here, here's the thing I want you to think about. If you know, like I know, that there are certain things in my life that are not helping me evolve. Now, some of those things are external to me. Let me just go there for a second. Some of the things that I'm currently looking at as I'm rebuilding myself are external to me that are not helping me evolve. Some of the things, though, the bigger things are not the external things that are not helping me evolve. You know the things right now that I'm really working on that are not helping me evolve? My mindset, my limiting beliefs what I believe is possible for me. I'm not going to go into specific details of certain things, but I have noticed, and this is where I'm really doing some deep work right now, I've noticed that I have used other people's limits and other people's timelines to define what is possible for me to create in my life. And I am squashing that shit like a bug right now. I am literally saying to myself, what do you want and when do you want it by? And we're going to set our deadlines based on that. And I don't care that you don't know anybody who's never done it that fast. And I don't care that you don't know anybody who's ever showed up that way. Just set, decide what you want. Decide when you want it. Develop the plan and go. And, and go. This is not about other people's timelines and other people's deadlines. That's what I'm currently working on to become the version of me that would no longer put up with the external and internal nonsense 
that I know right now is keeping me from evolving. My question to you is, what are the things you need to work on right now? And once again, let me say this. This is not about changing other people. This is not about getting a different job. This is not about getting a different business. This is not about firing your your personal assistant. This is not about firing your family members from your life. Like like those are uh, external symptoms of the internal disease. You got to deal with the internal disease and the external symptoms will go away on their own once you handle the core problem. So what do you need to handle within yourself? What do you need to change about your relationship to yourself? What are the behaviors and the thoughts and the feelings and the actions that you are fostering in your life that need to end so you can allow that more powerful version of you to show up center stage? Whatever that is, guess what I'm going to tell you? You have the power to do that now. You have the power to fix that today. You have the power to start the process now. And this is something I'm going to be sure to spell out in the book, Rebuild Yourself, when it comes out next year. There's a process to this. I'm I'm not telling you that it happens fast either. Like, I'm still in the phase of, I am reverse engineering my life right now. And I'm reverse engineering the next year, let alone the next decade. And I'm saying, okay, in a year I want to be here. So what are all the things I have to do? What are all the things I have to change between now and 12 months from now to get me to there? And then we get to 10 years after that. And I'm putting it in a planned format. I'm literally like, you know, I'm a 1980s kid when I'm telling you I would get a trapper keeper if I really, if I really, really felt like I needed it. But I've got binders everywhere, so I'm not going to buy a trapper keeper. But I'm, I'm putting the plan in a binder and I'm going to allot 30 minutes every single morning for me to just sit at my desk and review the plan like you would a business plan. Review, like, here's what, here's what you're doing today. Here's what you're doing this week. Here's how it feeds into next month. Here's how it feeds into six months from now. Here's how it feeds into 12. This is the internal shit you got to fi- figure out and get rid of. Here's the things that need to change. No excuses. Tired is an excuse. Sad is an excuse. Depressed. Like, none of that. Go forward and make it happen. And you know why? Let me just say this final point. You know why? Because life is too short to look back and know that the only thing that kept you from everything you wanted was you. Life is too short to get to 70, 80, or 90 and look back on your life and know that the only thing that kept you from everything you said for decades you wanted was you. I'm unwilling to do that. I'm unwilling to do that. And I'm finally in a space in my life at 42 and, and, and more than a half where I'm going, listen, I want to have more babies. I cannot, <clears throat> I cannot play. This is not, this is not play time. I want more babies. This is go time. I, I want my farmhouse. This is go time. I want several homes paid for. This is go time. I want several vehicles. Go time. I want to be an IFBB Bikini Pro by 50. Go time. This is go time. So I don't have time the way I did in my 20s and 30s to sit around and allow things to linger in my life that I am choosing to keep me from evolving. So what are you choosing to keep in your life? The thoughts, 
the limiting beliefs, the behaviors, the actions. What do you, and listen, listen, this is not about shame or guilt. Let me just final, I'm wrapping this up, but let me just go there. Because I know a lot of people go, oh, it's all my fault and it's all me. And you know, I just, I'm the one who ate so much food and now my body's out of shape and I'm the one. We don't have time for victimhood right now, okay? There's enough victimhood to go around. We do not have time to live in the victim story. You know what we have time to do? Own our shit and move forward. Own your shit. And owning your shit is as simple as where I am right now and everything in my life, the stuff I'm happy about and the stuff I'm unhappy about, I created all that. That's it. It is as simple as that one sentence. And then you go, okay, so what am I going to do? What do I want? Okay, next question is what do I want in my life in a year? In three years, in five years, in 10 years. How do I want my life to look? Write it down. What is it going to take for me to get there? What's it going to take? And then do that. And you don't have to have it all figured out. The plan doesn't have to be perfect because the plan is going to change a million times between now and getting there. But your mind about your ability to change, to get there, has got to be 100% sold on you. I have said this before and she runs the show and I'm going to say it again. If there is anybody you better be able to bet on, it better be you. It better be you. You better bet on you. Because if you can't bet on you, I, I don't even want to tell you what I think your life is going to be about. I'm betting on me. Now, I've always bet on me. But prior to now, I bet on me while allowing some nonsensical situations to linger in my life. The difference at 42 and three quarters or 42 and more than a half is that I am now betting on me while I am clearing the nonsense out. I'm betting on me and going, listen, I got this, got it. All on my own, thank you so much. Clearing the space. That's what I want you to do. Because at the end of the day, you have one decision to make that you are making literally every single day of your life and it's this decision, evolve, or remain. And at the end of the day, if you want to get to 90 and look back on your life and go, damn, I did that thing. Who I can't wait till next lifetime because I just rocked this lifetime. If you want to be able to do that, then you need to follow that initial quote that I gave you, which says six word story, eliminate what doesn't help you evolve. That's the only option you have if you want to get to 90 and you want to be dancing in your chair in your bed, because you rocked those 90 years. Even if you didn't rock the first 40, and the last 50, you made up for the first 40, okay? So I'm talking to folks who are 40, 50, 60, even 70. You can get to 90, so you can live more life in 20 years from 70 to 90 than you did the first 70. Don't give up just because you're a certain age. And if you're 16 listening to this or you're 20 listening to this, don't be under the false pretense like I was that you got forever to get this right because you don't. Start being off the hook, getting off the hook, doing what you need to do, handling your business, at 16 so when you get to 90 you're like i did the whole life pretty much except for puberty right that's powerful too all right i've talked enough thank you for listening <laughs> please pass this to someone who you know needs it i had to just look i had to drop the mic on this and 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 i say that with all love and all respect because i'm going to put money on the fact that you deserve so much more than what you've been settling for i know I deserve so much more than what I've been settling for, and I'm unwilling to settle ever again. That is the lesson, that is the classroom, that is the journey. Go on it with me. 
All right, everybody, I'll talk to you on the next episode of She Runs the Show.